to another episode of Teens Talk TV. I'm your host, Daria Taylor, and today we'll be talking about another anime as promised, this time being The Promised Neverland. Again, even though I think it might be a bit weird to spoil a show that is so popular and that has been out for so long, I have to say my obligatory spoiler warning. So, if you have not seen seasons 1 and 2 of the anime The Promised Neverland, be sure to check it out on Hulu and then come back to hear me talk about it. But before I do any talking, I gotta start with the go-around question. So, for today's go-around question, I'm asking, who is your favorite character from The Promised Neverland? So to start off, my name is Zaria. I am 18. I use she pronouns. And my favorite characters were for sure the main three, Emma, Norman, and Ray. Their relationship with each other was truly a great shining part of the show. Like, it was just so emotional to see how much they were willing to do for each other and their friendship. Ray, probably, if I had to pick one, is my favorite character. You know, I'm a sucker for the, the characters that are a bit, like, brooding. You know, he had a little bang that covered his eye. He was a little emo. You know, I'm a sucker for those type of characters. And Ray's emotional journey throughout the show was just wonderful to watch. But I really, really love all three of these characters and their relationship with one another. And, of course, if you're listening at home and you would like to join in on the go-round question, feel free to comment on whatever platform you're listening to this on. Or you can add me on Twitter at FoxRocksATL and let me know your thoughts there. So, as promised, I am keeping the anime train rolling and I'm continuing with another review of another great anime, this time being The Promised Neverland. So, I'm going to start off with season one and talk about what I liked about it. The, I would say the best thing about season one that really made me like enjoy it and watch it was it was so freaking suspenseful like every episode you think that these kids are gonna get caught like I was literally on the edge of my seat having like panic attacks for these kids because I really thought they were gonna get caught like it was one of those shows where it almost feels like a horror movie like you just want to close your eyes because you're like I don't want to see them get caught and there are so many moments where you think it's gonna happen so yeah suspenseful this is one of the most suspenseful shows that I've ever watched like it just kept me on the edge of my seat each time to the point where I kind of just had to detach and be like you know what we're probably gonna get caught so I'm just gonna try and just like not care about it because I, I care I care too much about the characters so like it made it really anxiety inducing to watch um and that brings me to my next point which is that the show is so freaking emotional you really feel a connection and an investment in the characters like when it was implied that Norman was about to die that scene almost let me cry the only thing that stopped me was just that um it was very obvious that they were going to bring him back because if any in the rule in every tv show is that if you do not see them die, then they did not die, period. So that's why I couldn't really, um, I didn't cry or I didn't allow myself to mourn Norman, but it was just, it felt so sad. Another really good thing about the show is the voice acting. I normally, even though I watch a lot of animation, I normally don't notice voice acting. Like it's not something that I, I consciously am like looking out for, like something that I can really judge. But in this show, there were just so many moments where the voice acting really came through for me. Like one of the moments that I'm thinking of is in the first episode where Emma and Norman discovered the truth of the farm that they're on, that they're essentially, or the orphanage that they're in, where essentially it is a farm and that they are being farmed to be ate by demons. And um, when I say that sentence out loud, it sounds so absurd. But um, that scene where Emma discovers that and she sees her friend die and she has this part where she just like screams into the air. And that was just like such a chilling scream that I don't think I'm ever going to forget. And there are so many moments like that where you can just feel the emotion bleeding into the voices. So that was definitely a favorite part of the show. Um, and another really good part of the show is that there are a lot of plot twists and turns. Like you really have to stay on your feet because there'd be so much stuff that goes on. Like every episode was a different twist. For me, particularly the best twist and what really made me like love Ray as a character just his complexity is when they revealed that he was like the spy that was working for the mom and I wanted to hate him but when you think about 
he had almost the hardest journey out of all the characters because he knew since he was a child that they were being farmed um, to be ate by demons. And he knew that, and he had to keep it a secret in order to try and advance his plan. Like he had been thinking about this for way longer than anybody else. And he had to watch all of his family and friends be sold off knowing that they were gonna die. And he was the only person who knew the truth for as long as he did. So that was just really sad. So like that made me love his character more, but that was a twist that I was not expecting at all. One of my favorite characters is the mom, um, even though she's the villain. She is one of the greatest villains I've seen on TV in a while. Like she is amazing. She is just so chilling. Like my one of my favorite scenes, I'm gonna get into that next about my favorite moment. One of my favorite scenes is the scene where basically she finally sees um, Emma and Norman about to escape and she basically like, takes the mask off and she's like, I, I know that y'all know what I'm doing, but you can't leave. And, you know, basically trying to defend what she's doing. Like, oh, you're gonna die a good death and you know, you're gonna die happily in a way that she just like heartlessly breaks Emma's leg. Uh, she was just an amazing villain. Like I absolutely loved her as a villain. And the ending to season one was really good. Having them basically uh, manage to outsmart the adults. And honestly, the show really could have ended there, which I'll get to when I talk about season two. It really could have ended there and then just have an open ending of we don't know what happens to these kids if they escape. But in terms of favorite moments, um, one of my favorite moments, like I said, is in the first episode where Emma and Norman discovered that Pawnee had been killed. It was just so gut-wrenching. The season comes to this realization that all of their family members have just been killed, even though they thought that they had been adopted. Um, and like I said before, when the mom revealed herself to be evil to the kids, when she just heartlessly broke Emma's leg. And another really favorite scene um, for me was the tag scene where they're playing tag in the forest with Sister Crone. That was just, it was generally like super smart. Like that's nothing about the show that the kids made such really smart moves. Like it was really smart to think that, oh, we're trying to train these kids to escape without telling them that they're going to escape. So we're going to have them learn to play tag and learn to like run and escape from, you know, pursuers. That was really smart. I love stuff like that where it's something that's seemingly innocent, but it has such a deeper meaning in terms of its purpose to basically show how they're going to eventually have to escape. And then another one of my favorite scenes, this was a very emotional scene for me, was when um, Emma, Norman, and um, Ray were having a conversation, where they were basically revealing to Norman like how much they were willing to do to make sure that he didn't die. Like they were saying how they were going to all break their arms so that way they would be in the hospital and that, that way he wouldn't have to be set off. Um, and then Norman basically just got emotional and broke down. Like, why are you doing this for me? Why are you like, why are you willing to basically harm yourselves to save me? Like, I'm I'm not worth it. And then basically saying like, well, we're willing to do anything for you. And I was like, just so sweet. Like, now I I would be remiss if I talked about Sister Crone in the show and I didn't mention the very problematic aspect of her character. She was probably the least favorite. My least favorite part of the show is because she basically looks like a minstrel character. Like, she's very drawn in a very stereotypical way that you would guess that non-Black people or people not from America would look at Black people, like um, very big lips, um, just looks like very much like somebody in Blackface. Like it's very obviously problematic. And so I would be remiss if I praised the show and didn't mention that very problematic aspect of it. And like I said, she is probably one of my least favorite aspects of the show. I will say that her death episode was another really good example of how to send the character off or how to kill them. Um, it was just like a beautiful scene how they played like this like classical music as they were showing like her evolution throughout life but generally like I said I have to be upset that they would make a black character and make her look that way where it was obviously obviously racist that's season one those are my thoughts on season one now getting into season two it's going to be a quick segment to be honest because season two is just it's probably one of the worst seasons of television I might have ever watched and I'm not exaggerating and what's funny is that when my family members were recommending me to watch Promised Neverland, 
they were telling me, do not watch season two. Whatever you do, do not watch season two. My sister was like, I will literally just tell you what happens because it's not worth it to waste your time watching season two. But of course, I didn't listen because at the end of season one, it was season one was just so good. Like season one is 10 out of 10 television. It was so good and I was so invested in the characters that I was like, how can I just stop watching it? How can I watch it without knowing how it's going to end? Even though I knew it was going to be bad, it was like, I'd rather watch it and, you know, know how it's going to end and just, you know, bear through whatever. Like, it can't be that bad. You know, that's what I'm thinking. As long as I like the characters, it can't be that bad. But unfortunately, it was that bad. Now, I will say, I don't regret watching it because like I said, I feel like if I never watched it, I would have, there would have been an empty spot in me always wondering how season one ended you know I can't just like have season two in front of me and not start it you know but it is really one of the worst season television I've ever watched but I really hate it almost reminds me of Game of Thrones right with the last season of Game of Thrones which is just notoriously trash it's like you build up all of that emotion Game of Thrones is worse for sure because they had like years like eight seasons of you know good tv or mostly good tv and you set it up for years and years and years and you're waiting and waiting and you completely betray the audience by just making it so bad. And you know it could have been so much better had it been in the better hands of a better producer, a better, in this case, better animator, something, you know. And it's just, it's just sad knowing that we'll probably never get a second chance to see how it could have been, how it could have ended, you know. That's always very unfortunate to do to the audience. But yeah, the issues with season two are very obvious. Um, it's just really poorly paced. It was rushed really, really badly. Um, it was like simultaneously slow and fast. So they, they chose the wrong things to focus on. But they were in that damn forest for like way, way, way too long. And yet the part where they're finally like confronting the people who are behind the system, it's like two episodes, like this big revelation. That should have been way long. It should have been like three seasons. So that should have been a whole season of them exploring who is behind the system where they're basically feeding little kids to demons. Like they never really went into that that much. The way they did Norman's character was terrible. Like Norman just, I understand making him like, turn a little evil or whatever but he literally like burned a whole like town of people and the way that the ending was that was just like particularly peculiar how bad it was because essentially they had some of the kids escape the human world then Emma Norman and Ray were like oh we're gonna stay behind so that we can um, help all these demons that are here and they basically speed run through like an entire like probably years of events and then they just like show basically the way the ending happens is that it's just like a bunch of pictures and just like a slideshow of pictures with music playing and that's the ending. Like, it was just, it was so terrible. And that was literally, like, I was watching it just, like, flabbergasted. And this was how they were going to end, like, this show that was so amazing in season one. Like, I've never seen a, this was a generational nosedive. Like, I've never seen anything like this. The way that they just ended it by just, like, skipping through what could have been, like, seasons worth of events and a couple pictures and some classical music. Like, it was, it looks like the type of thing that you would show to, like, producers, like, pitch your show. Like, oh, here's, like, what it could look like. Not necessarily what it should, like what the final is. Like that was just absolutely ludicrous to me. But that's why if I were to ever rewatch Promise Neverland, like I would only watch season one. Like we're just going to pretend that season two didn't exist. So yeah, I'm not going to spend too much time talking about season two like specifics because it's pretty much universally agreed on by the fandom that it sucks. So it's no need for me to really go into it. But just know I really love season one of the show. 10 out of 10 television. We'll definitely rewatch because it was just so freaking good. One of the best seasons of television I watched. And simultaneously, it has one of the worst seasons that I've ever seen. So, you know, duality, you know, we love it. That is it for today's episode of Teen Talk TV. For more teen content, visit voxatl.org. Thank you.